think that women should trust who they are, like who they want to be as well. And sometimes it's not about pleasing the crowd. And sometimes it's about making sure that you have integrity to yourself as a person and you feel like whatever you're doing in life should feel like I feel like I have my own integrity and this is what I stand for as a person and I think like personality should be one of the key it's like it's like for me it's like the thing you should care for the most for yourself and make sure that everything you do you really feel like it's you not someone else or what other people expect you to do Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey there, Joyce Platon here, and welcome to Hello, Beauty. Today's special guest is Tessa Horowitz. Tessa is the co-founder of Ameti. Ameti is the first women-owned for women travel luxury brand. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Tessa. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's very exciting to be here today. Yes, thank you so much for spending time with us today. I know it's like a Sunday and a weekend, but I'm excited to have you and share with my listeners this amazing luxury brand. Yeah, and you know, what a great way to spend your Sunday anyway. Yes, of course. It's like, just, you know, that's if we're having brunch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so before Ameti, there was Jesse and Tessa's individuals conquering the fashion and hospitality industry. Absolutely. Yes. So what made you guys partner up and conquer this new venture? And at the same time, what are the characteristics that made you both decide, okay, Tessa is going to be my co-founder and vice versa? Yeah. So it's funny. Yeah. So basically, Jesse and I, we met. Um, about 12 years ago, mm. back uh, when I was uh, in my first part of my career that was into fashion originally. And um, we both worked in Massimo Dutti and we very quickly had so much in common in terms of discussing business, even in, back in Massimo Dutti back then. And we always wanted to do things differently. And we always thought, oh, maybe one day we'll have our own brand or maybe one day we'll do we'll start a business. And fast forward forward like 12 years later, um, basically, we came together in a perfect timing where we were both uh, looking for a new challenge and where we were both feeling that it was about time for us to start something of our own. And um, we kind of partnered partnered up organically I would say it was more of a talking about the world of fashion and the world of travel and uh, kind of nailing together a lack in the market and suddenly we were like oh but we should do it we should actually start a brand that is going to speak to business women traveler and cater to them so we can uh, have products that are really thought for women by women and it kind of all started like this. And the reason why we were kind of fitting perfectly together, I would say, is that I have a background uh, more into a business management, corporate and finance and legal and all the fun stuff. <laughs> and she has an amazing background in design and also having worked for the Inditex group. She also has such a great insight in terms of like 
knowledge of markets worldwide and understanding what are women looking for and um i think we were so opposite in a sense in our knowledge that it was a perfect match and we were also like i always told her you know there's no perfect partner in a sense like partnering with someone is like a marriage there's always going to be some kind of something that you didn't expect it to be like that really and um what is amazing about partnering with the right person is that you both have the same goals in life and you actually want to achieve it together and whether like some moments are going to be easier or harder or fun or more challenging it's always like keeping the goal in mind mm -hmm. that's amazing so as friends what are your tips in not getting into each other's hair yeah that's, <laughs> that is challenging sometimes you know like It's very hard to separate the friendship from the business uh, moment. So sometimes even we have a call together and we're like, is this friend cold or is this founder's cold? <laughs> yeah. And we always kind of define this at the beginning of the call saying, wait, this is a founder's moment. This is not a friend's moment. So we're going to talk about business. So it's going to be a, a different angle. And but we always keep some time for our friendship, even if it's just like 30 minutes in the week just to chat about how's life uh, you know how's your dog or like how's your boyfriend <laughs> what did you yes. do this weekend or like anything like that and I think like you need to not forget that your friend is your friend and that she uh, also needs like friend time um, and it's not like so easy to just switch from one moment to another so it's better to kind of separate the moment and say this is founder's time and this is friend's time yeah. you know um, but I would say like We also really respect each other's time um, because we are so far away from each other. I'm here in L.A. She's in Barcelona. The time difference is really big. We have to respect each other's time a lot. And so that m means a lot of organization in a good way because we also have to bear in mind like, oh, we can't just pick up the phone at any time. And, you know, like, oh, she's sleeping now. And, yeah. you know, it's like very important to give space to your friend and business partner to just like live their own life without you. <laughs> yeah. And also when you do get on that call, it's more efficient because, yeah. you know, you're respecting each other's time. So yeah, it, yeah. You know, you have, have two hours yes. and that's it. Like we have two hours for her at 6 p.m. So we try to never schedule um, important meetings between each other after 8 p.m. her time or 8 p.m. my time or not too early for me either because at 6 a.m. I am oh not very efficient. <laughs> um, so we try to find like a time that suits us both and we know there's two hours and if there's more subject, I'll have to wait for the next one. We don't want to like make this longer than it is and we always have like kind of a let's say, uh, an order of what we're going to talk about. And we set it before the call. So it's not like, oh, let's chat like, yes, randomly. Yes. Although, you know, sometimes with your friends, you're kind of <laughs> feeling, oh, maybe I do want to have a little random chat right now. But, yeah, yes. yeah. Like sidetracking yeah. and you're, going on tangents. There's always a little bit of that. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's something you need to, I think like for me, uh, business partners, they're humans after all. So you can't just expect them to be machines, switch from one to another and then forget that they had a bad day or forget that I had a bad day or, you know, like sometimes I start the call and I say, just warning you, I really slept badly today. 
And it's not like for excuses, but it's more so she understands what my mood is. Yeah. Since everything is happening over calls or video conferences, exactly. it's not the same than when you're in person. So you need to be transparent on your mood or and how you're feeling in the moment too. Yeah. So yeah. she's not saying like, what's wrong with you? How come yeah. you're not putting on your A-game yeah, like this? Yeah, exactly. Why do you not have an idea on this? I'm like, I didn't sleep for <laughs> my brain's last hour night. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. So talk to me about that moment when you decided to take this entrepreneurial leap yeah were you still working at your um did you have a job or day job that you were working at first before Ameti? well actually so i was a cco for this hospitality group for six years and what happened was that i just sold my shares and i decided to leave and take on a new challenge and when Jesse and I came together to talk about um, a project. I was free of time. I had still some consulting that I was doing uh, for the company that I left because I, uh, when when we did the selling um, of the company, I decided to leave too with some shareholders. Um, and basically, it takes a while between the moment you leave, you say you're going to leave the company and you're handing over. So I stayed almost a year and a half past that point more in the consulting environment and so I was kind of part-time consulting and I had time in my hand to start this business yeah oh okay so it was just more about like oh perfect timing yes this is, she came at the perfect time to yeah, ask you exactly. and you're like I'm available same for her she also had like she wanted to take on a new challenge and she decided to uh move on from mass immunity mm. and so it was kind of both of us suddenly had like the time because I'll be honest with you, funding a company on part time is very hard and funding your company when you don't have like really a lot of time to dedicate. I don't know about all the types of business, but for fashion or hospitality, that's my main uh, my experience. It's almost impossible. At some point, you have to like take the risk and just like dive in and decide like you know what i'm gonna give this like 80 percent of my time because this is what i believe in mm -hmm. you know and time is precious yeah so your business has to grow and when are you gonna start and get the you know process yeah. going right yeah yeah exactly yeah. it was it was very important to have like the right timing of course and i think a big part of the speed of launching ameti was through the fact that we were both available for it and we really put all our heart and time into it. Um, I think if we didn't do this as full-time people, let's say, as like I think it would have taken us at least double the time, at least, or maybe even more. Yeah. Yeah. So talking, uh, speaking of risks, you mentioned risks. Um, how did you get funded or did you guys use your savings or did you have any creative strategies to help you start the process of your venture so i don't know like i know that as women it's so hard just to fund get get just an idea funded it's a very tough challenge and i was always um very keen on saying let's do a proof of concept like how do we make as fast as possible something to show there's a potential out there for this and to show that it's doable, right? So previously, funny enough, in my uh, CCO position, I was in charge of the innovation within the group, and we were creating mini within startup 
which goals were to prove and test concept as fast as possible. So it was kind of like, oh, new challenge, really fun and whatever. So actually, in terms of funding, we both were so lucky because I got out of this uh, position with my shares being sold and she also got out of Masamuruji and she had some savings. So we were extremely lucky that we had like the initial funds. I would say like to fund your idea, your best friends uh, are your friends, your family and the people who know you really well or someone who really believes in who you are because they know how great you are in business or in what you do, like a previous boss or someone like this. It's very hard otherwise to try to fund like outside of this unless you're doing more of a Kickstarter or something like this. We didn't want to go in that route because we really wanted to make sure we had a real full-on offer so not just a product launch but really like an offer of where you could see the total look and what a methi is going to become in the future even if it's very early in time you you have a little bit of a glimpse of what it should become in the future right so um yeah we were very lucky to have the funds to start yeah that's amazing and then for those that you know like there, there's different situations right yeah so it's like we just really have if for the passion. The passion w- alone will drive you to really yeah, do sure. anything that you can yeah, to get those resources. Yeah, I also have some friends who did it with loans. Um, mm, yeah. I mean, there's so many solutions, but yeah. I would say that my advice is the goal is really to prove your concept as fast as possible because this is what's going to give you the funds after. This mm. is where like people are going to feel like okay they know what they're doing they can do it they can actually do it because a lot of the time like between the idea and the execution of it there's so many challenges and a lot of people kind of feel like this is too hard i can't get it out and you know like and so people want to see like okay they made it once they can do it again and if we fund them, they're going to do it even bigger, you know. Yeah. So. Having a tangible product that, so you important. know, to show to people so they can actually experience yeah. it. Even if it's a, yeah. like, a beta test mm-hmm. of your product, even if it's, like, a shorter thing or mm-hmm. a smaller thing than what you envisioned originally, you know, like, Jesse and I, we have so many ideas for Messi and we <laughs> want to do so many great products. And also, we want to do this community and all of this, which I'm sure we're going to talk about, but it's you know, at some point you have to say, okay, what are my priorities in terms of how can I show what a proof of concept for my uh, mm-hmm. friends? It's my like company. one at a time. We'll yeah, get there. Step by step, you know, <laughs> priorities. Yes. What does a Medi mean and what is the philosophy behind it? So the name itself um, is my grandmother's uh, maiden name um, from Italy. So she, I have roots from Italy. Um, so basically... The reason why we picked this name also is because we were both very inspired by Italy in general. Um, it's one of the most like rich country in terms of quality um, and inspiration in luxury design. And we were looking at finding uh, great suppliers to do like high-end uh, leather goods and everything. I mean, it made just all the sense in the world to produce all of this in Italy. So what Ameti stands for is this like Italian kind of philosophy about design, which is 
very high quality. We don't compromise on the quality at any point. Neither do we compromise on the provenance of the leather and how great it's been um, tan and how great it's been printed. Um, and also, it it's a lot of the things are handmade. All our prototypes originally are. We were there when they were making it. You know, it's also having like this respect for knowledge in terms of luxury hand made goods um so that's what it stands for in that purpose i would say also in terms of like inspiration in general we always try to get inspired by a city in italy whether it goes to the first collection is venice um we went to sicily we were like oh this might be like our next uh, inspiration right um there's like this very cute city called noto in sicily that we both really fell in love with so but things like that. So we, we really want to bring this like European touch to our design that we think is very important. Um, yeah, so I would say in general. That's yeah, it. I love it. When I looked at your um, website and also your Instagram, Ameri does look like it's just represents like old world, but with a touch of modern. And exactly. that's what I think about when, you know, Europe, because it's just everything that when you think about Europe, it's like all all of the art and the architecture and then that you Ameti also you see that within the brand yeah. the craftsmanships the way like you know the handles are arch and also the little uh, hardware that's attached to it and yeah. I do see it and it's very lovely and you know we also wanted to make sure we're bringing very we're like a digital native brand so we're born online we we started online this is how we envision our future too uh, so we also want to make sure we're bringing great technology to all of the products and perks as well, like things that are thought for like the modern women, not just like, oh, you know, the old age yeah. things. Um, and so, for example, like, you know, I don't know if you saw, but we also uh, mainly our luggage is very uh, key uh, product to our collection. And we really wanted to make sure to really ally this beautiful touch of italian design with high tech and there's like a integrated gps into it there's a, a weight so for cool. the handle yeah. you know so you can actually know how much your luggage weights before you get to the airport and open it up at the floor in front of everybody to remove a pair of shoe or things like that yes so we really want to make sure that we're bringing both world like you know the technology and the digital and what the modern woman needs today and the beautiful handcrafted design that are made with like love and affection. If you see what I mean. Yes, and I love the shade. It's like mint green. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite colors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it just pops. It's like it's, you know, without it being too loud or crazy, it's very classic, but at the same time it pops and just you can definitely spot your luggage. Yeah, we were very inspired by water in general. So we wanted to integrate like the wave aspect and all yes. of this and so we did go into thinking okay what's going to be our color at the very beginning i remember that was like not so long time ago like a year and a couple of months ago and we we're like well we we really want to feel that water throughout the brand for us it was very important so we went for we call it aqua because this is how you would say it in italian yeah. so it's very nice yeah, yeah it's beautiful so talk to me about the problems that kept arising that compelled you and Jesse to create your own travel brand. Yeah. And how are you addressing it? Yeah, absolutely. So 
this brand is really born from experience in the sense that the reason why we envision this uh, brand and this company is because we both had experience of traveling so much. So in my previous role, I used to travel five days a week all oh, over the place yeah. <laughs> from uh, nearby Europe to China. And I was actually, actually, all my friends were joking about the fact that I was living in airports <laughs> instead of at home, you know, like. Um, Jesse also had such an experience in traveling a lot um, in more, let's say, uh, other places for productions and things like that from Asimovici, so India or Korea or places like this. And so we both were very heavy travelers. And I would say that we both felt a little bit like, oh, you know, like I travel so much and all of the things that I bring with me are a little bit of my home. Like in a sense, this is all I've got with me for all of my week and it makes such a difference for me if the products look like me you know and feel like me and are also practical thought for me um and looking at this you know i used to carry my luggage and metal and whatever and i was like oh this could be my husband's luggage and this could definitely this was not thought for me because i actually love like carrying three pairs of shoes and not just one you know and and i also felt like you know like all in all we were thinking why is it that there's like 40%, more than 47% of women that are now business travelers and they are not represented by a brand who thinks for them, what is it that you're going to need on a daily basis when you travel? And by this, I mean like on, a, on one side product, but on the other side, we were also thinking we want to bring together a community of um, women sharing their tips because I don't know um, how much you've traveled, but like when you travel so much, you feel so lonely and you have very little tips and advice from other women as how to make your business travels more enjoyable. And we were thinking, well, if only I had other women to share this with or tips or ideas or how could I make this not like a more enjoyable experience, um, I would have probably traveled better. Yeah. And I would have probably enjoyed my business travel more. And I would probably also learn from other women as to what makes a good business travel versus one that I would just not enjoy doing. And I could have reorganized myself differently, probably. Or like, just there's so many things. And I, I, we really felt like, you know, we want to bring together this idea that travel for business is really a different lifestyle. And it's really something that changes your life so intensely. And as a woman, there's so many challenges that are very different for you, whether you're a mom or you have a dog or you're, you're a heavy traveler because your business is like this, but you also want to be yourself and you also want to be pretty and take care of yourself and, you know, like eat well and exercise yes. and all of those things. But if you travel a lot, it's, it's really challenging. So we kind of want to help those women, yes. in a sense, travel better, both with our product and our community. Yeah, and that's where Ameti Tales comes from, right? Exactly. Ameti Tales is a part of our uh, website, it's our blog. It's just the initi initiation at the moment because we just wanted to start it. But we want to talk with women who can share their tips and advice about travel. We want to talk about the great things about travel, the bad things. We want to have like guides that are going to help women to travel better. 
And we also want um, next year to integrate that into our app that's going to be linked to the luggage. So you have more of a live travel experience into the app where you could share your travel tips and have your own like little uh, tips integrated in there and then share it with all of your fellow uh, women who travels as well. And so the idea is also to create this way where other women can share what they are what they've learned about traveling so much and i like now i do it all the time when i travel for a messy i say to the team okay we're gonna experience something different on our on this business travel that we're doing together so last time i took everybody to yoga classes every evening it was kind of fun, oh, fun you know like yeah um or like even just like schedule walks with your yeah. team or things like you know there's so many ways to make this a better experience that's true and there's so many other tips that other women have to share about mm-hmm. how they make this better how do they make yeah. how do they keep in touch with their family when That's they're away or how do you feel okay leaving your pet maybe each week because you mm-hmm. know like i have a pet so i can relate all your kids like it's like it's so hard to be a businesswoman traveler and be a mom as well and how do they do it and how how do they come together and like share those ideas yeah in relation to what you were mentioning earlier, traveling can be lonely. So by having this community, it's like having a friend. Because sometimes you, when yes. most of the time, right, we ask our friends, "Oh, you've been there. What are your? Where should I go? What yeah. should I do? Exactly. And what should I wear? Yeah. Right? And all these like you know, travel imagine like there's one thing I used to remember. You know, like sometimes on a business travel, you have dinners that are pre-scheduled with people. Sometimes you don't know anybody, particularly in the city. But what you know is that in the evening. Last thing you want is go for dinner with all the people you worked in a meeting room for the whole day. Like you just want a a break. Um, And as a woman, like going for dinner on your own, there's places that are great and there's others that are not so great. And that you're like thinking, why did I pick this place? And it's an example of what we want to bring on the table and say, you know what? We got you. We, we, We have like the 10 best places in this town where you can go and have dinner on your own and not feel weird and feel that this is women friendly and attention to detail to women's in a good Mm -hmm. sense. And only us will know how like, for example, if you're going, if, because a lot of us, you know, we somewhat do the same activities. Like we love yoga. We love Pilates. We love the similar exercises. So or we go on certain similar diets. Yeah. So it's good to have that with my experience. For example, if I go on that blog, I can be like, okay, just it being by women, yeah. they already understand what, yeah. you know, my needs are. You know, if I'm on a certain diet, if I'm a certain like type of workout, they can recommend me these things. Yeah. Like, for example, so I'm flying very late tomorrow to New York and basically I'm arriving there, I think at 10.30 p.m., but I'm not going to have dinner in the airplane because it's, not very good food and i i try to take care of my diet as much as i can by when i travel because it's this is how i keep my energy during my business travels if you don't take care of your diets your energy is so low and one of the tips that we're trying is to see what if i got like a delivery so by the time i get from the airport to the hotel I get a delivery from the food that I really want to eat, not like whatever is left, yeah, you know, or whatever is on the room service menu. Sometimes it's a little bit like, you know, like, yeah. oh, okay, French fries, great. And but, you know, maybe I want to have something that I'm happy to eat at like 10:30 p.m. and like boost my energy and 
this is one of the tips, for example. And it's so, already ready for you. And yes. you're not waiting exactly. and starving. So, you know, it's those little details. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and this is how we want to make sure that Emeti, like, kind of takes care of helping women travel better throughout their whole experience of travel from the moment that you're looking for the right bag and the right luggage and the right technology so you can actually make sure your luggage is safe and secure and all of this because losing your luggage or not knowing where it is when they lost it is kind of your worst nightmare right and and also bringing like a real like experience how you're going to experience the real ameti life in terms of a business woman traveler and this is where we come in and give tips and advice and and also, we want other women to share their tips and advice. That's why we do interviews with like some of our muses or experts, people that are, we call them the undergo, which are um, people who really travel almost for their living and tell us like how you make this work and how is this great for you or not and what is not so great about it so we also get to learn so many things from that yeah and if there's any changes that we should do moving forward exactly yeah Yeah, absolutely so with your many years experience and the prestigious brands you and jesse what are the challenges that you guys face in creating a luxury brand well i would say like the first thing is obviously you're competing in an environment where most brands have like 200 years of history right Mm -hmm. and so yes you're coming in you're new you're women founded like you're you're kind of uh just like a little baby in Mm -hmm. a sense right and so i would say brand awareness and like really making sure that people can feel and understand the brand and see what the experience is about for real like it's not about just the product really it's more of a whole you know for us, it's very it's it, it's more challenging because so many players are there with like two hundred his two hundred years history, and there's no way you can compete with that in reality. The only thing you can really um, show is that your brand stands really for something important, and that on top of standing for something important, it's really taking care of all the little details that make sense for uh, the women who's going to use our product. Yeah. And those other brands have like different manufacturers all yeah. over, right? Yeah, they they also so like cool. have such an easy way <laughs> to manufacturing anything they want. Yeah. For us, it was obviously like a challenge, you know, like originally finding the right manufacturer that we would be sure that the quality was mm-hmm. good, that we could rely on, that accepted to produce for us because that is very challenging as well. <laughs> you know, like you have to convince them, yes, I'm small. Yes, I'm no one. Yes, you have no guarantee. Yes, like, please work with us, you know? Yeah, and um, we only can, you know, produce for now this amount. Yeah, and also amount. our lead times are way longer due to that because obviously, I get it, we're not their priority at first. So it's like, okay, we have to be so flexible with our suppliers because we were so picky about the quality and we really wanted the top of the top that we had to be flexible ourselves to make sure that we can fit in with them. Uh, so that means for me, redoing our business plan every three days. No, I'm kidding. But like, it's a <laughs> bit like re looking at the cash flow all the time because 
you know, oh, actually, no, they just announced that this time the producing is like a month and a half longer than last time. Yeah. And so you have to rethink your strategy completely because actually producing like production lead time is, I would say, the hardest part of the of creating products yeah you know? that's what i've been hearing over and over again yes. with like my guests building inventory and mm -hmm. making sure that you have them on time is a challenge <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's like you just have to be okay with it not being on time yeah mm -hmm. you have to be okay with it you have to also plan for it so we always allow some planning to for delays because you know it might be a custom problem too because you know we're also importing products which makes sense And but we you also have to make sure like, okay you have a plan A and a plan B and a plan C and a plan D, because yeah. if it keeps on moving the date, you still need to be able to just like um, come up with good ideas. Yeah, I totally agree. So being a travel brand, especially a luxury one, and there are so many like in any industry, other brands that are coming up, you know, with their own travel, you know, like products, suitcases. How do you deal in or what do you think about other brands that are just offering such low prices and yeah. does it affect you? Are you okay with it? Well, mm -hmm. I think like at the end of the day, like there is, well, a market for all of this in the sense that, yes, there, there are some brands that have like way lower prices than us. They also have lower quality because there's no way you do lower price with the with like the same quality that we have because Definitely. we're really fair on our price we really don't have crazy margins at all we're trying to reduce this to the maximum and this is one of the reasons why we're only online um because we want to make sure that the price is so fair yeah i was well, surprised when i looked at your luggage i was like that's not expensive no all with that quality yeah I yeah like, exactly. i thought it'd be more crazy but it's like no it's not yeah it's and it's affordable. not standardized you know like a lot of the luggage nowadays you just have like a standardized one and you just buy that because that's all your supplier is going to tell you yeah you can buy with your 40 dollars or whatever and you just like pick your colors and you have to produce like very high minimums um so i think like the first thing is some people will be happy to maybe buy one luggage and know that this luggage is not going to last for very long and but they're maybe they don't travel that much so they don't it's not very important Um, I think like obviously our product is really designed for the person who's looking for the perfect luggage, not for the person who's just looking for the luggage of the moment because I need something yeah. now, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's like it's kind of a different mentality. Um, obviously, like there's other brands that are doing great jobs with lower price point too, and I think it has the market has space for all of that, and also there's some brands who are doing. A very high price point that is really items that are almost like collections items you know like um i just saw like some of, some of the collections that remoa is coming out with oh, yeah. that are very nice but like it's it's like an item like i don't want to put this in the hold ever <laughs> and i think if i roll on something bad in the street with that luggage i'll kill myself or even if I, <laughs> you just check it in or even if it like someone yeah. bumps it while you're exactly. like in a crowded airport you're... you get like violent you're like why did you no, hit my well, luggage <laughs> actually actually last yeah. time i checked in my luggage and mm -hmm. um we don't like the we have a big pegasus so the, oh, yeah. our luggage is called pegasus coming in but we don't have it ready yet so mm -hmm. at the moment i'm using another brand's luggage yeah. until ours is ready mm -hmm. and i got it out from the hold and i was like oh my god did they drop it like 
20 feet like what happened like yeah. it was just destroyed like completely yeah. destroyed and i feel like we want to create that balance that you feel that the product is meant to be used mm-hmm. on a very heavy basis so it's technologically and the trolley is amazing and it's lightweight and it's super practical and the quality of the wheels are super important too and the handle for me is always the issue yeah totally Mm -hmm. all of that but as well like you don't feel like oh no i don't want to use it because i paid so much for it or Mm -hmm. it's like so pretty to the point it's like (laughs) you can't use it at all because there's leather all over the place you know like i love leather luggage they're beautiful they're super heavy too um (laughs) They're very beautiful, but they're also that thing that you're like, I just want to leave it in my bedroom as a decoration or whatever, because using it, you feel kind of any moment someone is moving your luggage above your head, you're like, oh, my God, this is not a scratch. You know? Yeah, you don't want that. At the end of the day, luggage is supposed to be practical. It's really something to help you carry your little things with you, you know. So. Yeah. The same the- way a handbag, you know, like if you have a handbag that's like so fragile that you you can't even put it on a table. You're like, okay, oh, my gosh. You know, it like, has its own seat when you're out yeah, having dinner. Exactly. There's so many like you always see that, see that it's like it's like the bag is like so special. It's like on the table and there's no space for a coffee cup anymore. But there's the bag, you know. Yeah. So for us, it's also this like we really want to make sure like we offer the right product, knowing the lifestyle of this woman. Like, you know, she is traveling all the time. She needs to make sure that she feels comfortable putting the handbag on the floor. And this is why we have little feet at the bottom of the handbag. So if you put it on the floor, at least like it's not getting in the dirt. But you will put it on the floor because you're carrying your work office things in there. And there's so much space on a table for a coffee. Yeah, and I totally agree. Things are supposed to be meant to be used. You know, I feel better, Ashley, that I paid money and then it's such a good quality it doesn't have to be crazy expensive but you know i'm getting the most out of it yeah well so here at hello beauty we have a philosophy it's say hello to the beauty in you what advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within well i would say that the first thing that i think my family taught me as a very young age is that you should trust your personality and i'm going to say that in from experience, actually, my previous job when I was a CCO I had some very hard time at the beginning when I entered the board because I was very young. I was uh, 29 when I started in the board. It was very early in time and I was really criticized about my personality. Um, and why was I criticized? I was called a bit too emotional, too girly, maybe <laughs> also like, and I would say like, I think that women should trust who they are like who they want to be as well and sometimes it's not about pleasing the crowd and sometimes it's about making sure that you have integrity to yourself as a person and you feel like whatever you're doing in life should feel like I feel like I have my own integrity and this is what I stand for as a person and I think like personality should be one of the key it's like it's like for me it's like the thing you should care for the most for yourself and make sure that everything you do you really feel like it's you not someone else or what other people expect you to do yeah that's beautiful thank you what is your skin hair and makeup routine morning to night quickly and include products okay so what do i do i 
So I'm kind of a very fast. <laughs> I don't do a lot of things. The first, actually, I discovered um, the skin food uh, by Wellada that is like my go-to night cream. I put this every night. I love it. It's very heavy, but it's feeling. It's a bit like putting a mask on. Um, I also love Sarah Chapman. I have a cleanser from her for cleaning my face every night. So I do this before before bed. Um, and I also have so for the morning I have like a jade roller that I use with like an oil from Luminity. Um, and I put on this and some sunscreen. So I put fifty sunscreen every day. I love that brand from uh, France, uh, Caudalie. Um, so I wear that on a daily basis because I get stains on my face very easily by the sun. Although I love the sun, but you know you have to be careful. And then I would say for makeup, um, I use Armani for the base. I think like they have the best foundations ever. Um, and then I wouldn't be a French girl if I was not using some Chanel products. <laughs> I guess so. I've used the chanel like uh is it like the luminous powder kind of transparent to fix like the foundation and then i love putting some uh products from charles tilbury for colors so whether it's like eye shades or um i love pill talk for the lips i am a very big fan of her um shades like for for eyelids and things like that so i think it's she has amazing products and all her lipsticks are just incredible and i have a lipstick obsession like mm -hmm. uh, we both have in a messy jesse and i mm -hmm. we just buy lipstick every month so <laughs> it's like uh, oh what's your new color this month um i think she's incredible with her lipstick and also they don't dry off your lips that's true I which love is very important um and I recently discovered this new brand that I'm testing at the moment. I really like it. It's called By Terry. Yes, um, yeah, and they have the hyaluronic acid um, makeup product base. Mm -hmm. And I think this looks amazing. I'm really hoping this is kind of my solution for the dry skin on the airplane. Because sometimes I go to meetings and I don't have time to do the the makeup at the airport when I land so I already have it on mm -hmm. and it looks like it's helping the dehydration so I'm kind of excited by the those products so yeah that's it I think <laughs> hair I use Oribe and um I love their shampoo there it smells so good it smells so yeah. good and mm -hmm. that's it like very easy actually mm -hmm. yeah cool so before I let you go what is something exciting in store for you and or Ametti? Well, exciting. It's coming up. Uh, we're actually launching our holiday season collection. It's called Palazzo. It's a new colorway. It's coming out um, by the end of the month. It's beautiful. It's very dark shades of purples. I think it's like very exciting because I feel like this is the perfect gift for the holiday or Christmas or gift it to yourself you know yeah. like in a sense like <laughs> I always give myself things for Christmas I think it's like the best gift that I get is for myself you know <laughs> no but like I uh, we're very excited about this so yeah it, this is coming up in two weeks 
That was exciting. I can't believe it's already the holidays. Yeah, soon. I know. <laughs> well, we're in LA. It feels a little bit not the holiday, exactly. right? Because it's too warm. It's forever summer here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. What are your social channels and where can they find you and learn more about Ameti? So to learn more about us, there is our Instagram account. It's called ameti.official. Um, and we also have, obviously, our website, www.ameti.us. Um, and there's a Meti Tales in there, so you can discover a little bit more about our community and what we do. Uh, you can reach out to us also. We have a Facebook account, a Twitter account. Um, we have a Pinterest where we envision a lot of like fun travel inspirations and things like that. So I think you can find us on almost any channel at this point. That's amazing. Thank you so much for spending time Thanks. with us today. It was uh, great talking with you. It was amazing. See you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye.